Welcome to the Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 8, Tricky Language. In episode 7, I told the story of visiting a local rocky intertidal site on the afternoon of a super deep low tide and seeing every hard surface in the low intertidal zone covered by a colonial tunicate known as carpet tunicate. Tunicates are sessile organisms in the phylum chordata. They can be solitary, like the sea peach and sea squirts many of you are familiar with, or colonial, forming large masses of individual zoids all living together. At the end of that episode, I alluded to the fact that this particular species of tunicate, Didymum vexillum, is not from around here. In fact, it is a textbook example of an invasive species, inadvertently introduced by humans to a novel ecosystem, where it is able to reproduce without any biological controls, causing significant ecological or economic damage to the ecosystem it colonizes. Read around the internet about this situation, and you will find that marine invasive species are considered second only to habitat loss as a major threat to ocean health. Strong words, and not without justification. Read further around the internet and in the literature, and you will come upon other words, exotic, alien, and non-native. Deeply uncomfortable words. You'll read about how these organisms are destroying native species, invading and taking over habitats, breeding uncontrollably, feeding voraciously, and possibly tainting the genetic stock of native populations by interbreeding with them. Ask the general public to define an invasive species, and they inevitably respond with something that doesn't belong here. The language that is perfectly acceptable to use around the issue of these anthropogenically dispersed species is the same cringe-worthy language no longer acceptable in all but the most xenophobic circles, and therein lies the kernel of my discomfort. When we talk about something that doesn't belong here, wherever here is, destroying things, harming things that are supposed to be here, I can't help but think that we're validating a worldview that rewards othering, that intensifies division, and codifies nativism. I'm a white woman descended from several lineages of European colonists and immigrants, and this rhetoric raises red flags for me. Imagine being a person of color hearing the discourse about non-native organisms who don't belong, I'm sure it sounds all too familiar and hits all too close to home. If you keep digging around the web, you will find others here and there who bring up these same concerns. How should we talk about these organisms, many of whom are causing big biological shifts and disrupting ecological communities that many beings, human and other, depend on? Calling them non-native species really requires a definition of what is meant by native, I can rattle off a well-reasoned explanation of how native species have an evolutionary history in an area and are co-evolved with other species of the same habitat, on and on. But if what the average person thinks when they hear native is belongs here, and when they hear non-native is doesn't belong here, my science words don't really matter. There are already too many people who think those thoughts when they hear those words, regardless of whether they are being used to describe a plant or a person. One idea that I think has some traction and merit is to shift the agency from the organism to the dispersing agent, from invasive species to introduced species. We moved them. We brought them here. They aren't invading anything. By calling them introduced species, 
it puts the responsibility back on us to stop introducing so many species to so many novel environments. And none of this is to deny the fact that many of these species do have a significant impact on their new homes. Introduced species can really change ecosystems. Biodiversity can go down. Food webs can get completely reorganized. But words matter, and the potential bleed over from conversations about ecologically disruptive introduced species to human migration is just too easy and reinforces the worst in us. And back to that tunicate. Didymum vexillum is thought to have originated in the eastern Pacific, most likely Japan, but it's only been identified relatively recently. It's unclear how it got to Maine, but is now found throughout the northeastern U.S. And the usual suspects of international shipping is possible, as is the new global aquaculture industry. Either way, it was definitely us who made the introduction of this tunicate to our local waters, and not the other way around. This has been episode 8 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. You can see photos of this tunicate on our Instagram, at The Essential Rhythm. Thanks for listening, and join us next week.